every day I'm brussling. Hello and welcome back to Vegemication. Um, what episode is this? Uh, I five? think it's the fifth one. Yeah, welcome to the fifth episode of Vegemication. Hey! <laughs> I'm Nicolette. And I'm Bridget. And today we're going to be diving into Brussels sprouts, a very interesting little vegetable. I'm excited to talk about it. Isn't it just a baby cabbage? It's just a wee little sprout. It's actually not, but we'll talk about <laughs> that a little bit more later. So stay tuned for some more Brussels-ween facts. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> to the modern Brussels sprout were grown in ancient Rome. Ancient Rome, interesting. Sophisticated, right? Mm-hmm. That's only the beginning of the history. They were first recorded in 1587. Isn't that adorable? First recorded Brussels sprout? It's like the first oh, birth no. certificate for the Brussels sprout. Someone just wrote down, saw sprout today. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, it makes me want to cry. Um, so they are native to coastal and western Europe. Can you guess? Possibly near, like, Brussels? Oh my, oh my. Someone put a brain in that girl. Um, <laughs> they were cultivated in Belgium and named after the capital city. And then the French introduced them to Louisiana in 1800. Ooh, I would not think they started in Louisiana in the United States. Interesting. Mm, yeah, well... You learn something new. I'm right? learning something new. <laughs> By 1920, they were brought to California, and in 1940, they had expanded greatly. And so today, most of our Brussels sprouts come from California, although there are there is some um, areas of Washington which mm-hmm. have some Brussels sprouts, and some in Long Island, New York, also. Interesting. Isn't that wild? Brussels They're all over all the place. Over, yeah. yeah, you can't really escape. You never know when sprouts are going to just pop up and... <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, but something really sad about the Brussels sprout is that 80 to 85% of them are frozen what? right away. And they're not even given a chance. All those little shivering sprouts and freezers. Oh, I mean, God. I don't want to think about it. Don't think about it, please. But you guys might want to think about think it. Think about it. Yeah. Eat your Brussels sprouts fresh, okay? Don't get them frozen. Eat them fresh. Go for that 20, 20%, 20 to 25%. We need them, you know? Um, and then also, the, what about people eating them, you know? Like, a lot of people are like, eh, they smell bad, not interested. It's really sad. Every day I'm bustling. (laughs) Too good not to do again. Yeah, it's it's a great song. I should... Um, let's talk a little bit about the trendiness of the Brussels sprout. Um, do you think the Brussels sprout's pretty trendy? I think it should be. It's trendy in my life, to be honest with you. It became trendy, like, I would say, two years ago. Yeah, I would say about three years ago I was first exposed to the Brussels sprout as a great vegetable. Um, my old college roommate, Carol, she, like, loves Brussels sprouts, so she would eat them almost every day, and so she really, Classic like... Carol. She brought me a lot, a lot of Brussels sprouts into my life, and, um... That's awesome. A lot of people just really don't like Brussels sprouts, and it's pretty sad, and I think that's oftentimes because they get Brussels sprouts overcooked, and so... Um, I don't know if we're going to dive into this in the fun facts, but actually when you overcook Brussels sprouts, they kind of smell like rotten eggs. That's because of a sulfur compound within the Brussels sprouts that's like released when you overcook them. So don't overcook your Brussels sprouts if you're trying to get people to like them. Um, Please, we are begging you. (laughs) I think Brussels sprouts have gotten a little bit more trendy and like the hipsteriness of them because like people started to add bacon. That was a really big thing. Um, Adding some bacon to your Brussels sprouts to kind of spice them up a little bit. I don't think that's necessary. I think you can add a little lemon juice, a little garlic, and you're off to a good start. But yeah, let them be. Let the Brussels be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, there's some other things that have helped the Brussels become a little bit more trendy. You can like fry Brussels sprouts. I had some really good fried Brussels sprouts. Mm. Somewhere random. I think it was in like Colorado or something. They were really good. That sounds like great. <laughs> and you can also see a lot of like shaved Brussels sprout dishes um, in a lot of places. They've had some pretty good shaved Brussels sprout salads. And actually one place where the Brussels sprout is super trendy is Trader Joe's. I don't know if you've walked in and seen their like Brussels sprout displays, but they have stocks with like Brussels on them. And we're going to get into how to grow your own, but like who knew that Brussels grew on stocks? That's so cool. Yeah. I love that you can't miss them when you walk in the you store. You can't. It's like a fence of Brussels sprouts. And when you, like, want to purchase those Brussels sprouts and cook them, you have to cut them off the stock, and it's, like, this big process, like, learning so where your cool. food comes from. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just talking to someone earlier. Was it you? Or I was, like, I would hold a Brussels sprout stock as, like, a wedding bouquet. Yeah, I think that that <laughs> is the trendiest thing I've ever heard, and I think that that should be done. I think people should definitely – vegetable bouquets, that's an underrated yeah, thing. Yeah, like, think of the parsnips. Think of the parsnips. Oh, yeah. yeah, think of if you get hungry during the ceremony <laughs> – your bridesmaids <laughs> and groomsmen finally have a snack. <laughs> they finally have a snack. So, I call the cauliflower. Or the um, Brussels sprout. Yeah, if it was my decision, I would say the Brussels sprout is a trendy vegetable. You just gotta cook it right. Stop steaming them, like steam Brussels sprouts. I don't know about it. You can do it, but I prefer my Brussels sprouts either some roasting, maybe fried, maybe just thrown into a really hot pan, get that sear on them, but we'll get into some Brussels sprout recipes. Not to mention that there is a Brussels sprouts appreciation society. Oh yeah, you did find that. I was not aware that it has 213 likes on Facebook, so a pretty big deal. If you need to find them, find at Sproutaholics. <laughs> at Sproutaholics. Uh, that's hilarious. So, the Brussels sprout is trendy, in my opinion. It has to be. I think it's time to learn some fun facts about the Brussels sprout. What do you think? I'm already having fun, so I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine what's going to happen. First off, we got to start off. We already kind of mentioned it before, but Brussels sprouts are not baby cabbages. They're not. As cute as they are, they're not baby cabbages. So. Honestly, I never thought they were baby cabbages, but when someone asked, I was like, whoa. Makes a lot of sense. Like, if you cut a Brussels sprout in half, it looks like half a cabbage. But... It could easily be half a cabbage. It could easily be... That's adorable. What do you think the world record for eating the most Brussels sprouts in one minute is? Oh my goodness. There was someone who was asking about this on the Brussels sprout appreciation Facebook this morning. Because they want to break it. <laughs> they do. They do want to break it. How um, many is it? It's 31 Brussels sprouts in one minute. It, and it, that record was created in 2008. So this guy just really likes Brussels sprouts. Eight thirty-one in one minute. Hopefully they were on the smaller side because that's a lot of Brussels sprouts. I think we should try. <laughs> I think we should do that oh, this try. weekend. Ooh. Yeah, I think we should definitely do it. That sounds horrible, and I'm not going to help, but go for it. <laughs> All right, cool. We'll roast them nicely. <laughs> yeah, do you think you eat them raw or roast? I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. A lot of Brussels Those are sprouts. questions I am not ready to ask. So there are also more than 110 variety of sprouts. Wow. That, that's a lot. I wonder if there's different colored sprouts. I think I've saw, seen, like, purple sprouts before, like purple cabbage. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe wow. Though, maybe. I don't know. That's wild. All right, what else? We have some, we found some videos this morning. Yeah, so the BBC, they're really big advocates for the Brussels sprout. Do you want to talk, about, talk a little bit about the videos you saw? <laughs> All I know is, this morning I found these Brussels sprout videos on BBC through YouTube, because I was just trying to figure out who loves Brussels sprouts. Yeah. There's a lot of hate for them. We have to do a lot of research for these podcasts. Yeah, and I found these videos, and I literally was curled up on the couch 
practically in tears <laughs> watching these little Brussels sprouts with eyeballs walk across the screen <laughs> and tell me how they felt. Yeah. So basically the BBC made these videos about how Brussels sprouts feel like they're being really left out because people only eat them on Christmas because it's like a Christmas tradition to eat Brussels sprouts. But like the rest of the year, nobody's eating Brussels sprouts. And so they were just trying to like advocate for the Brussels sprouts and like let people know that they can eat them all year round and they're still delicious or maybe they aren't. Depends how you cook them. It's so Um, sad. They are delicious. And it's horrible that we only eat them on Christmas. Yeah. Or people need them on Christmas. Which also connects to the fact that December 25th, otherwise known as Christmas, is Brussels Sprout Appreciation Day. Oh. According to the Brussels Sprout Appreciation Society. Okay. <laughs> That's just, like, poor planning on their part, though. Because maybe if they put it a different day, people would appreciate them a little more. Maybe. Not appreciate them on the only day they're appreciated, That's you know? That's true. Oh, God. Now I gotta call them. <laughs> But speaking of those BBC videos, it makes a lot of sense because um, Britons eat more... British people? Britons? Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Eat more Brussels sprouts than anyone else in Europe. They love their Brussels sprouts. And um, also, Great Britain grows about six times as many Brussels sprouts as the whole United States. And if you think about the sizes between those two countries... like That's sad. That is a lot of Brussels sprouts they're eating in Great Britain. We have some work to do. We do have some work to do. And Hopefully this podcast raises awareness. But maybe it's more fun to say Brussels sprouts. You know, in a, in, a, in a fun British accent, I feel like, Brussels sprouts, Brussels sprouts, all delicious on my pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Brussels sprouts on pie. <laughs> Something to try. Um, if you've ever eaten a Brussels sprout at home, there's a good chance that you've seen little crosses cut into the bottom of each one. And a lot of people assume it has something to do with the cooking, but that's actually incorrect. The real reason we cut crosses into our sprouts is because of medieval superstition. Whoa, that's fun. (laughs) Yeah, so it was once believed that leafy vegetables, such as sprouts and cabbages, were the hiding places of tiny demons, and consuming them would expose you to their evil influence unless you exercise them with the sign of the cross before cooking. So always cut a little cross in the bottom of your Brussels sprout. Wow, that's spooky. (laughs) That's really spooky. Ooh. Another fun fact, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, so Kate and, what's his name? Oh, shoot. Uh, what is his name? William? Yeah, William. Yeah. Um, <laughs> reportedly ate Brussels sprouts on their honeymoon, so they really like Brussels sprouts. And this also connects to a fun fact that the vegetable is supposedly an aid to fertility because it is so high in folic acid. Oh, And she's had a lot okay. of kids so far, so eating her Brussels. Yeah, her Brussels are sprouting. Her <laughs> sprouts are brussling. Something like that. Something like that. Um, Brussels sprouts are fun. Yeah, so those are just some fun Listen facts to all those Brussels facts. sprouts. A lot. Five minutes for... Hit me with that recipe. Okay, okay, I'm feeling attacked. Sounds like you want some winter, some winter rolls with Brussels sprouts inside. Am I right? Is that like a winter option for spring rolls? Uh, you got it right, my can't friend. Can't wait, can't wait. Brussels sprouts and avocado winter rolls. <gasps> Oof, yeah. That sounds like it could take over the world. I don't know. I'm kind of like if if these became king or queen, I'd be like, I understand. I'm All ready right, for let's it. get democratic. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> ingredients in the winter roll. Um, so, you're going to need one package of rice wrappers. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Super easy to find. Yeah. Then you're going to need one or two avocados, slicely thin them. You can put in some um, cooked noodles, which sounds delicious. And then a bunch, have a bunch of fresh cilantro or basil. Find some green onions. You can zest a little bit of a grapefruit now. That sounds fun. And 
Well, I've had a grapefruit in so long. Well, it's time. Time for your winter roll. Mm-hmm. Um, you can add some peppers, some curry powder, some lime juice, soy sauce. Um, and then throw in a carrot, a Brussels sprouts, um, some garlic and ginger. and Sounds delicious. You just wrap them up. Snack away. Yeah, just wrap them up. It's like a little together. present with Brussels sprouts and avocado. No, it's like a sleeping bag of just delicious vegetables. Exactly. Oh, I... Let's go make them. I need to plan a birthday party. We're going to stop making this podcast and go make winter rolls. I want them right now. It's not quite winter, but I think it's time. Almost. (laughs) Well, you might have heard that someone else agreed to do the Brussels sprout challenge with me on this episode. Did you happen to hear a third voice? I I heard a random third voice. I wonder who that was. Uh, That was our growing guru for the week. Kara! Hey guys! Welcome, Kara. Yeah, (laughs) she's here to help teach us about how to grow a Brussels sprout, and she's very passionate about it, so we're very excited to hear her tips and tricks. So, I can't wait to learn. Yay! Well, this episode actually came because me and our other roommate were inquiring, like, how do Brussels sprouts grow? Where do they come from? What do they look like? Which led us to, like, Googling images (laughs) of Brussels sprouts. And like they said earlier, they grow on, like, stalks, and they, like, are actually called, like, enlarged auxiliary buds. That's, like, what they are. And, yeah, just, like, imagine, I know they're not baby cabbages, but imagine, like, baby cabbages on the stalk growing upward, like, two so and a cool. half feet. And their stalks are really strong, yes. too. It's not just something that's, like, in stalk. the wind. No, it's yeah. heavy duty, like a trunk. <laughs> Crazy, right? Like, when I learned totally. this, I was shook. She mm. was shook. But not yeah. like the stock, because they are... <laughs> strong. They're strong. Sturdy. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So the Brussels sprouts, they are a cool weather veggie. Mm-hmm. So you plant them in spring, but you can also plant them in early fall. Um, their ideal climate is the Pacific Northwest, the right. fog climate belt, because awesome. they do like when their leaves are wet, which is very... Interesting. Yeah. It, not That's very so usual. unlikely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. And... Um, Yes, they like fertile, well-drained soil mm, because they are tomorrow. prone to club root disease, which is a mold of the root. <laughs> club root disease. Wait, that is so fun. Yeah. That's what we should be telling That's people. Fun. Well, no, no, no. Right, right, right. It's obviously not. But like, if you're going clubbing or something, <laughs> you're like, oh man, you have club root disease. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We should play with that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, don't have club root disease by having a basic pH soil. You can mm. test your pH yourself. Brussels are basic. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, my gosh. Um, you should plant them about 18 to 24 inches apart because they can get pretty big, mm. two and a half feet tall as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, and when you harvest them, you should first... Um, chop the tops off in September because then that like has more energy for like the mm. actual sprouts. Like pruning your sprouts. Yeah, prune your tops wow. and your sprouts in September so you can harvest them in the fall. Awesome. Yup, yup, <laughs> yup. And then you, ha- they can actually withstand frost. And you oh, know what's crazy about the Brussels sprouts? That's crazy. They can survive the winter, like hard frost, if you mulch them and protect them. Hardy Brussels. They're oh, so hardy. They just need to be cared for. Mm-hmm. They need to care for each other. Plants care for us. We care for them. Right. Exactly. So you know how you can care for them and so they taste good? How? You harvest them from the bottom up oh. because that's how they mature is from the bottom up. So that's why they have a bad rep because all these 
Brussels sprouts are being harvested at the same time and then frozen. They're not ready yet. They're individuals. They're not fresh. They are individuals. Yeah. Jesus. Every sprout's different. <laughs> so, yeah, if you bought store-bought Brussels sprouts, they're probably Hopefully not. Hopefully they're not frozen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, sponsor a Brussels sprout today. <laughs> sponsor a Brussels sprout. Seriously, adopt a sprout. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, thank you so much for teaching us a little bit about how to grow your own sprouts. Thank you for having me. Let us know if you grow your own sprouts. You can email us or Facebook message us. Let so us fun. know. Let us. Well, everyone, thank you so much for reaching the end of our Brussels sprout episode. We hope you learned a little bit more about our friendly little little green sprout that some of us enjoy around Christmas time. But it's time for us to Brussels out. We're still working on our Brussels sprout puns. Um. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, let us know what vegetable or fruit we should do next. We have some ideas, possibly the navel orange. That has been suggested. That has been suggested. We've also had some suggestions for the tomato, which is an interesting one because of the whole fruit versus vegetable thing. Yeah, that episode is just... It's going to be an hour long, so stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, hope you have a great rest of your week and thanks for listening.